Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Acid Sport. Yes, sir. We got the collab today, man. Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Acid Sport. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Thank you for coming in. My guy Taylor from Acid Sport. If you're fucking in the Toronto, Toronto, I guess, creative scene, get to know this guy's work, man. Acid Sport, one of the coolest streetwear i guess i could say streetwear yeah is that a fair category yeah yeah yeah. one of the sickest streetwear brands that i've seen in the city very unique unique logo unique style met this guy a couple weeks ago very happy to have you on bro thank you for coming i appreciate it my pleasure man so let's get right into it where did uh where did acid sport come from and that's an acid sport hat you're wearing right there. yeah i tried to go like full all my stuff branch it pass me that magnet bro i'll show that to the camera there we go. We got the Brio logo flipped into Acid Sport. There we go. This is like a Wemis. Love it. Work, work safe. Absolutely. Workplace safety. I love it, bro. Definitely, it's its own style. How did this even come up? How'd you get into this game? Like, w- like with the name, uh, it's like a combination of sci-fi and kind of like a retro video game reference. It's uh, Alien and Mortal Kombat put together. Because Alien has acid spit, and then I changed it into acid sport. Dope. And one of Reptile's uh, special moves in Mortal Kombat is acid spit. So it's just like a crazy, vulgar, nasty-sounding name. <laughs> cool as fuck. Yeah. I definitely thought you were like a big acid guy. No, it's it's funny. Like, I <laughs> like I've done it once or twice. Yeah. And I think I failed both times. I was, like, too drunk or it was a Mm. dud, and it just kind of, like, passed me over. Better luck with mushrooms, for sure. Shout out mushrooms. Um, Yeah, big shout out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, not a huge acid guy. I just like the word as, like, itself. There's, like, a lot of different meanings, Mm. but I also like that you think of acid right away, like psychedelics or that kind of side of, I don't know, culture i guess yeah it's, it's a loaded word exactly I, I, I like kind of counterculture vibe yeah absolutely that's fire i like um i like the name a lot it's definitely an eye catcher don't i like it too because acid sport what what's the what's the like what's the brand like you don't know if it's clothing you don't know like mm-hmm. if you just hear that word you don't know what the fuck it is mm-hmm. is it a sport team yeah you know, like who knows <laughs> yeah. what acid sport means you know? yeah so we can start like a, we can start our own sport um let's go we got the you got the we got the uniforms already. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, but that's awesome. That's a dope story. And then what even led to you kind of going down this path? Like, were you that type of creative kid making shit on your own? Or... Yeah, like draw drawing, I guess, and then painting came next. But like I was saying, I just always been interested in clothing, and it just makes sense to put art on clothing so you can wear it. And it's easier accessible. Yeah, for sure. With the yeah. clothing stuff, was there like a scene as a kid where you like, I think these people dress cool as fuck. I, I have interest in that. For sure. Uh, I studied the hell out of anything on much music like in London. Like I feel like I missed the missed the best time of Toronto when much music was here. Kind of early 2000s. Yeah. But I was a big metalhead kid and then went into more rap stuff later. And it's funny how it's kind of going backwards now. Like rappers are trying to be metal or uh, darker or 
have rock star uh, calling themselves rock stars yeah and it's funny like the biggest artists right now are like a combination of everything right so i kind of like the way that's going yeah like a little uzi type yeah it's it's funny like the the whole astro world thing versus uzi because like uzi's obviously throwing that devil shit in your face but then like something like that happens accidentally and then all of a sudden everybody's devil worshiping and yeah there's a spotlight on it yeah but i don't know i feel like should be able to see a, a lead singer versus a drummer you know what i mean yeah like, definitely <laughs> all the people complaining about the lead singers are, are drummers true i feel that that's a that's a metal tidbit for you what kind of metal were you into <laughs> like new stuff like um One band I really, really like was The Contortionist, and they've changed a lot. Probably the band that got me into, like, emo stuff or gothic shit or whatever was AFI, and that they were, like, really big for yeah. a little bit, so I feel like most people at least here have heard of them. Especially if you've played Guitar Hero. I remember they had song in Guitar Hero. Which one? Miss Murder. Yeah, yeah. That was their, like, number one song. And that song had screaming in it, which is, like, was groundbreaking. So, like, I was wearing girl jeans before there was tight pants in grade eight. I was playing shows in bars before I was legal. You were in a band? Yeah. No way. Yeah, like, way back in the day. So, like, that's where I, like, I've been kind of going back and forth between music and art. And I'm, like maybe waiting to go back into music nice but we'll see what happens it's a very natural combination even yeah man i don't know if you're like a, a music history guy but people in like art scene and music scene have always been kind of connected mm-hmm. like that 70s music like rock yeah punk stuff like i i really really love album art i love making album art for people i think it's like a not a lost art but it's definitely like it's its own thing Hundred percent. Even I, I completely agree. Cause iconic albums, you remember the cover mm-hmm. as well as the music. Like the Takashi Murakami Bear yeah. with Kanye, or, or how he got cause to the the X'd Out Eyes yeah. guy on. I think it was that was Eight Hundred Eight and Heartbreak. Yeah. Or whatever. I just really like. Uh, I don't know. I guess I just really like the way Kanye did his art shit back in the day or to this day he definitely had an eye for that even the yeezus album with the broke remember it was like just a cd case was Mm -hmm. the design yeah even that i thought was cool Mm -hmm. as fuck i always wondered if you like if you copped it would it look like that or is it like a picture of a disc on top of a disc like i I, I I don't know (laughs) i never saw a physical copy maybe they're they're super rare like the like the nipsey tapes now Exactly. We were talking before the podcast talking about like, how do we put a price on art? And we talked about Nipsey Hussle back in the day sold his tapes for a hundred bucks. So he knew people were already downloading the shit, the music, but he's approaching it like it's a piece of art. So a hundred dollars, you have something that will never be made again. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you feel you want to, you want to go down that path with your brand? Yeah, I like the exclusiveness 
thing. Like I got on the back of this hat, like one of four here. Love that. Um, there was a dude that I kind of ripped that off of, uh, uh, Lord Fubu. Shout out. Bro, on No Jumper, they talk about him all the time Yeah? Now. Oh, no way. Fuck. Because those hats are big right now with yeah. all the logos. Yeah, he almost, he didn't, like, start that, but he really, like, made that his thing. And then it kind of, like, I think Quavo was wearing his hats for a bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, embro- the, em- the embroidery game is, is for real, and Lids probably saw that shit. And you would start to see new eras that look like this yeah just random shit on it yeah in, in the yeah. stores literally like a yeah. cactus and like a yeah. butterfly yeah 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 and like oh fuck so it's, funny. it's too late better get on the next wave then because lids got it that's <laughs> an interesting point do you feel like trends is something that you have to keep an eye on or is it something you don't give a fuck at all about i think that kind of shows that's such a uh necessary thing with maybe not with artists because i feel like it's you're almost better off to be completely oblivious and copy someone by accident rather than make it so obvious that you copied someone but you should you should study as much as you can at least if maybe if you're just a designer you should study as much as you can so you can avoid it or copy it properly like know how to break the rules right that was a good lesson somebody taught me put your own spin on it yeah yeah absolutely that's real with um with your clothing like what's your what's your goal bro like when you started even what were you doing were you just trying to have some fun and do make use of your time like give, give me a bit of insight into how you even fuck you gotta think pushing you gotta think a bit of like being being uh cooped up inside the last couple of years gave me a lot of chances to like focus on what i was doing because yep. i would just be working and maybe have like two days off to think of my what I'm what I'm trying to do but I had a whole year to to think of something and I think that's where I started changing my brand a little bit um like I started doing skateboards rather than just clothing like and now I just want to almost not get away from clothing but make clothing for a product that's not like uh next I want to do a toy or a plush character or something like that um and then like obviously make stuff to go with it that people can like i don't know like merch merchandising is funny because it's almost like anti-fashion it's just like like slap a logo on a shirt but i don't know it's funny how things are kind of melting together i don't know but i really like that like merch concert because that's what mixes the music and the clothing and the art and all that bullshit yeah Exactly, bands wearing your shit, being part yeah. of the scene. Yeah, yeah. like I, I like guys that design for a band low key, and they have their own brand. Yeah, and they kind of yeah, so you can just keep your your logos out there as much as you can. Exactly, it, it, the logos kind of become part of the culture itself. Hundred percent, fucking seeing the Lacoste crocodile, you know. People wear that all the time. That's part of, but it's part. Of, it's not even the piece of clothing. It's just the overall logo, mm-hmm. the vibe. Yeah, that's a that's a good logo. You can do a lot with that. Like it's funny. Uh, forget what Supreme did with that. Either the crocodile was eating their logo or something, 
Yeah, definitely having a mascot or an animal or something that's relatable rather than just words is important for sure. A hundred percent. I got a quick shout out to Crowdell, a uh, guy on Instagram. He fucks with the cro- the Lacoste crocodile and f- edits it crazy. He's done some really cool shit with so, that. So go check him out. Yeah, sh- yeah, check him out. Shout out to him. Um, back with Acid Sport. Though, when did you actually start Acid Sport? Um, I was telling you about Acid Spit, right? Acid so that's Spit. like that's like 2011. I started doing that. Um, and then acid, I forget when I changed it to acid sport. Maybe that was around 2020 or 2019. Okay. And then I started doing acidic skate. So like my, and that's still the AS, like the same acronym. So I'm kind of trying to evolve and just do something different, but make it the same thing that kind of like links back to the same idea or the same theme or the same vibe, kind of like what Bape does. Mm-hmm. Bape has a lot of like offshoots and different like sister brands yeah. or whatever, but it kind of has the same feel. You could tell uh, it's Bape. Yeah, I, re- I really like that. Bape um, does some sick collabs. I really like old FTP, if yep. you've heard of them. Fuck the population, man. If you know about No Jumper, you know about FTP. Uh, yeah. Zach FTP. <laughs> yeah. Um, his old stuff was really, really good, and it's it's funny seeing how uh, he got bigger, but the quality is going down. Shit, has shit le- happens. Maybe yeah. he has less hand in that shit now. Yeah, almost. I I don't know. I want to I want to learn. Uh, it's it's funny following dudes like that because they'll show a lot, like like their even their legal troubles, and it's just it's good to learn firsthand off of that shit because. There's no more mentors anymore, uh, or I guess there is, but you know, you know what I mean. That's an interesting thing. I, I kind of want you to touch on that a bit. Like, do you feel like in the clothing game? Let's stick to Toronto at least. You're, mm-hmm. you feel like you the community helps each other, or is it kind of every man for themselves in this game? There's some aspects that I feel like Toronto has a good community, but then again, it seems very. Uh, uh, maybe pretentious or uh, chuggy is a good word. Um, that's like the new bougie. Okay. Um, I'd never heard of that. Chuggy. Really? Fuck it. Urban right. Dictionary. That's like some TikTok shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, I, think that's, I think that's where I learned it. Yeah, same. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 26. 30. Okay. Almost. <laughs> TikTok, man. Uh, yeah. New to that game. Yeah, yeah, Um. But yeah, I try, like... You feel like people, like, for example, shout out Community Market. Uh, that's where I actually met you. Mm-hmm. Um, good guys. I, really good guys. I love anyone who's never been to a Community mar- community Market event, check those out. There's one coming up November 25th. 25th, yep. Definitely highly recommend that. I'm curious, like, the booth, different vendors there. You guys link up? Are you cool? Or is it more just everyone's doing their own thing? I was like a, I was a noob the last time, and I met a lot of nice people, and they it's like someone comes and buys your thing and then you check out their stuff but like i wanted to i was so focused on what i was doing that i didn't get a chance to meet everybody so hopefully right. at the next one i can go and mingle more because like that's what you're supposed to do right yeah and like do trades or do collabs or do shit like that 
That's cool, bro. I hope that, uh, yeah, I definitely hope more of that shit comes up. I, mm-hmm. I love the idea of different people working together. They said they got their liquor license, so guaranteed Ooh. that's going to help. That's, that's fire. <laughs> or there's going to be more, I was saying to my girl, there's going to be more uh, drunk hagglers. <laughs> you so. might need some security, bro. Open up the security budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking hilarious. How'd you get into, um, how, or not even how'd you get into, but like, what's the creative process with, with you? Like, do you have an idea and you write it, you draw it, or like, what? I, I know I'm being very basic here, but I'm curious. Like, how do you even make a hat, bro? Like, what's your process? You, at least I. I'm talking about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, like, you think of what you like and what you want to wear and then or what you don't have say you you wish you had something and just make it but make it your own say you missed some crazy shoe try and make something that looks like it or try and like it's okay to copy stuff here and there that's how you everybody copies everybody knows that but it's just like it seems easier now than say a couple of years ago to create your own business, start selling shirts online. Like now I see targeted ads saying like it's, it takes you five minutes to start your own brand and make t-shirts and it's no problem on Shopify mm-hmm. and all this bullshit. And they're right. Yeah. That's the fuck thing. But it's but, also a yeah. very basic. For sure. And you're going to, blend into the pack unless you do it all yourself do something different make uh, a statement rather than just trying to fill the void 100 percent. being making what you want to make what you think is cool do you focus on more what you're into or do you think do you have that mentality okay people might like this let me make it a little bit like maybe that but then put your own spin on it so it makes people laugh or it makes people cringe or it makes people happy. Um, like the, the street art shit especially and workwear. All right, sorry, street. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like reworking stuff all the time constantly. Like this is a, a Brio yep. logo and that was a work uh, safety thing and this is a brand, a team already yep. um remix culture yeah this was one of our things um this is a audi logo oh that's with fire. my name on it that's hard wow. as fuck i gotta get one of those yeah. and we put it on like a velcro thing so you can like switch it up uh there's only a couple there's only a couple more trying to do like more cool shit like that me and my buddy uh cold press big shout out cold press west cold coast press. that's my guy Shout out Cold Press, man. Yeah. Love it. That's um, dope as fuck. You touched on street art and uh, before the podcast. I think I was I think I meant street wear, but it's the same fucking thing. Same shit. <laughs> yeah. One's on a wall, one's on yeah. a shirt, same exactly. shit. Yeah. Touching on that a bit, you uh you kinda hinted that you were involved in that game as in you know, what coming up in London, London, Ontario, shout mm-hmm. out London. How'd you get into the street art vibe, the graffiti vibe? Uh I had a, a couple friends that got me into it. Um just seemed like a fun thing to do. Go and be reckless and paint your name on stuff. Um, yeah, I had like a 
a homie that was just big into it, a couple homies, and they just, like, I just started doing it because I thought it was cool, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> just fuck some shit up. And it's fun. Yeah. It's a weird rush. It's like a drug. Mm-hmm. You get addicted to it just like anything else. Uh, the the endorphins are serious. Uh, yeah, just fun. It's fun to walk down your, the street and see something that you did it's kind of like an alter ego thing because it's like it's supposed to be secret and it's like it's like a vigilante thing you're out in the night doing your your dirty dirty exactly <laughs> underground yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. did you yeah. have a, a, a name that, like what would you write did you draw shit or you wrote your name i i had a couple uh different names I forget what I got arrested for in London. I think it was Fracture. Fracture, yeah. okay. Troublemaker, man. Yeah, a Fracture was like a movie that I liked. It was like a funny uh, like murder movie. I don't know if you've seen it. It's pretty good. Check it out. Yeah. Um, I wrote Goron, uh, Zelda, another video game reference. Um, what was the other one? Yeah, Acid, Goron. Lenore, that was kind of like a weird dark name. So I've always kind of been like into uh, graphicness or dark shit, okay. I guess you could say. But I don't know, just like weird stuff you find on the internet. Just definitely get definitely get inspired by just surfing away, and you'll see something that is different, and then you just want to. Kind of like take a piece of it, put your own spit on it. Yeah, that's essentially it. Your 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 clothing, even the hat you're wearing, it's very like street culture vibe to me. So it Thanks. doesn't doesn't surprise me to hear that you were into that. Mm-hmm. Dope as fuck. And then you said you were you were arrested in London. Yep. <laughs> you mentioned beforehand, like kind of London, a bit conservative. Is that <laughs> why you ended up in Toronto? Was that always part of the plan, or show me, tell me. How you ended up downtown, man. The plan. Uh, it's mostly just, like, following uh, the the vibes. Mm-hmm. In 2013, it was mood. Everything was mood. So we were just trying to get that mood going. <laughs> um, we, get a buzz on. We were, yeah, we were obsessed with going to shows. Every single artist comes to Toronto. Yep. At least they used to. For sure. So now that shit's different we're thinking where are we gonna go next because it's not really worth it to be downtown right now because you could just do the same shit anywhere else online like send phone in send in your stuff from anywhere so it's not really necessary to be in the thick of it you know Interesting. You think that's going to change as more shit hopefully opens up? I don't know. I, I keep uh, hearing, like, people are moving out of L.A. It seems like people are moving out of out of Toronto. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We're, we're, th- we're thinking about it. Yeah? I don't want to spoil it but or jinx it, but we're thinking of moving out of Toronto. But I'm still going to stay as, like, connected as I, as I can and visit and whatnot, but I think it's going to, like, help me focus on me and not make things so uh, 
like sloppy and kind of get connected with better manufacturers and stop making stuff all from my hand. So I'm, I'm not the best sewer. I'm not the best, uh, I don't know. So you literally sew the shit yourself? Some stuff, yeah. Like I sewed the logo on onto these pants. Uh, this isn't me. This is all embroidered. Uh, some yeah, some stuff I'll sew on, but just it's like a quick fix or something like that. It's not what I want to do, but it's like a means to an end, you know. Yeah, part of the business. Yeah, definitely interesting. Since being downtown, has the business changed? Like, have you learned about things that you want to do, not want to do? I'm so uh, not in the, um, in my field. Like I never went to a design house for graphic design. I never, uh, I just like don't apply myself that way. Yeah. I'd rather focus on my art and pretend that it's a business already, even though I should be making steps to actually solidify it or whatever, authenticate it. But I'm just trying to produce. Uh, there's one dude named Ass Pizza. Hell yeah. With, which kind of reminds me of my name. Uh, yeah, and, Ass Pizza, Acid Sport. Yeah. Shout out Ass Pizza. <laughs> he like would say stuff like, he's a he's a dramatic ass dude out of New York. Uh, he'd do like, say like, nothing matters, nothing's going to be perfect, so just make it or you're never going to make anything at all. And that kind of resonated with me because, like, you hear success stories or success tips all the time. But, like, when something actually makes sense to you or someone's speaking your frequency, it's it's crazy. I, don't know. I love that you touched on that because only a certain type of person wouldn't even know who the fuck Ass Pizza is. Right. But the people that do know who Ass Pizza is, fuck with him because they – like you mm -hmm. said, speak that yep. same language. Yep. Did you happen to watch? It was no jumper actually put it out. It was an ass pizza vlog a couple of months ago where he uh, he did a drop and then he showed his new office space. Oh, no, super I didn't see sick! It. And nice. it hit me it. because he literally was showing them a space where he just got this big ass warehouse like floor, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, we could literally just do anything we wanted here. Fuck it up, do any, make anything." And I loved it. I loved that because. Showed he didn't really know what the fuck he was doing other than he just wants to do his thing, you know, and those types of examples are super important in my eyes. Yeah, definitely getting your own space like this and just kind of keeping it free flowing. Yeah, because like sometimes it your home isn't the best work environment and it kind of gets in the way of other shit. So having somewhere where you can just let loose is exactly. really really important for sure do you work out of your house your yeah yeah interesting yeah yeah yeah, yeah bro I, I was telling you like i started this podcast at home and in, in the basement and it was good to start and then after a while i'm like i, I need to be in a different setting mm -hmm. and uh i don't know i i think it's big i think it's big force force you to get out of the comfort zone a little bit even physically yep yep yep, yep. 100%. Is there anyone else right now that you're fucking with as inspiration? Like, you see some things they're doing, and you're like, okay, I like this. Um, 
I'll think I'll think of it, but I, for some reason I can't think of like the one on the spot. No, no worries. It'll come to me though. Um, the 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 thing too that I've all, I've always been interested in clothing too because mm-hmm. it's just like kind of touching on what you said before. This like this would be cool to wear, and then you could literally make it. Like anything you wanna anything you wanna wear, you could literally make it yourself. Mm-hmm. Always Especially now, cool. yeah. Especially now, exactly. Do you do you do the embroidering yourself? No, I find I try and find uh, whoever's got the cheapest machine available because you like really need some like good machinery to do yeah. that stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm really inspired by the weekend. Interesting. Like okay. going, I went to a like a a program that they started called House. Okay. And it was like a artist incubator instead of school. It's pretty much a school, but they called it an incubator or some shit. Um, and it would be like a like a a weird design program, and they would get kids to work with uh, industry type people and do like a one day or a two day uh, like brainstorming session, and then you would work in groups and try and create something that's you you have no bu- you budget's not a problem and but it's just fake or whatever but you're trying to like solve something like really simple design scenario stuff trying to fix a problem with a design but it's crazy how much you can learn in in one or a couple of days cuz like being at house and they did a lot of talks like TED talk type stuff yeah uh they they had who they have okay a guy named uh ruigi who has a brand called rude okay is probably one of my favorites right now he just did something with mclaren and had future modeling for him sick and he's uh my age or our age he's a young dude and he's got his clothes in Saks nordstrom's the top shit right beside gucci Unreal. So that guy is probably one of my biggest influences. Like, I really like his clothes. I really like how he's doing stuff. I really like the the community that he's building. Is that how you – what's your vision for asset support, bro? Like, do you see it as, a like, an umbrella with different things under it? Like, like you, you tell me what – in your dreams and vision, like, what, what do you see asset support becoming? Very deep question, by the way. <laughs> it's uh, not yeah, even, not as, even like as broad as as broad, broad as, as possible. Can, yeah. um, like the <laughs> like the spectrum and the reach of someone like Cause or a a Banksy or a, like I want to be connected to the next page in art history because like we're writing that right now like the whole street art like post post whatever of art is happening right now and they're gonna have pages on cause and whoever 
So kind of like have that connection to art, but then at the same time have your connection to products like music or clothes or uh, toys or this, yeah, this just and being that. a factor, being yeah. a factor in different shit. Like I almost want to get tired of something now right after I make it so it'll force me to do something different. Like I made skateboards and I thought that was going to be like my lane mm -hmm. just go down the skateboard lane because I've always been into that like I started skating and snowboarding when I was a little kid and that kind of was like my dream to work for a skateboarding company or a snowboarding company and then I just kind of figured I would just do it but now that I did I don't want to keep doing it and kind of like beat a dead horse. I just want to find the next thing. 100% keep it moving. Yeah. That's but so keep funny. it like related in some way so it's like tells a story or you can see the connection in a way. You can tell that it, this is an acid sport brand. This is an acid sport vibe, yeah. but it's completely yeah, yeah. different. Yep. You ever heard of this? Uh, I guess you could call him create like just creative guy, Blasi. You know him? No. He's done a couple different brands, and he's cool. I bring him up because he, he'll he do clothes, and then he'll do, like, action figures. And then recently he did, like, a piggy bank mm -hmm. and shit like that. Yeah. And you can and I relate to what you said because everything he did, you could tell he made it, but it's mm -hmm. completely different shit every time. Yeah, that's sick. Really dope. I don't know. I guess you could say I want to, like, be the next Supreme yeah. or be the next one of those – yeah bro and you can do it man no fuck that the next ftp fuck supreme that's what it is yeah fuck supreme <laughs> fuck supreme yeah shout out supreme though if they <laughs> shout out supreme yeah but, sure uh, no it's you like you gotta you gotta you don't fuck with supreme no it's it's funny it reminds me of like being there's so many fanboys now there's no there's no more uh groupies it's just all fanboys <laughs> and i'm guilty of that 100 percent um, but at the same time, I create my own shit. Oh yeah. I don't know. I think it's good to be inspired by someone or idolize someone to a certain degree, but you really got to like idolize yourself. A hundred percent, man. Yeah. All those brands were created by somebody. Yeah. You know, you can do that shit too. Or they got like a good team and that's good essentially team. like one unit could be respected like one person i don't know exactly everyone just pull, uh, pulling in the same direction is that something you have on your on your docket you mentioned uh you mentioned you already have a good collab with someone is that something building a team something that you focus on yeah um i had like a a really good group coming out of high school like a crew and we like repped each other super hard and i was kind of trying to create the brand around our group of friends because we were all creative type people and i could already see that if we stuck together we could make something better than just one person alone and of course getting older and growing up and doing this and that we kind of like grew apart a little bit but we still like have a good like solid crew and I think that's important, but it's also important to not be afraid of new friends. Yep. Um, like 
cold press I knew uh, way back in the day when I was playing shows and we heard of each other. It's really funny. Uh, the whole emo scene in London was really, really strong. Like there was a lot of shows every weekend. There was a lot of kids meeting each other. There was a lot of bands and they were all making merch and there was a really, really solid scene. And it was funny how scene was, is like a offshoot of emo and it describes or it used to describe the whole music scene of like metal mixed with new stuff mixed with uh techno or rap or whatever influences and it just described a really good like underground scene which is literally the scene so i was like that in london definitely uh influenced me or started my I don't know, trajectory that sense of community at yeah a pretty young age yeah, yeah seeing that you can build something in a small space w- with your friends and have fun and yeah. i haven't seen something like that in a long time like me and cold press say like it's not going to happen again because it was like a perfect this was pre-instagram yeah. This was MySpace. This was, it's like, it was like a revival of the 90s. It was like, kid, like you had the internet, but kids were still going outside and seeing each other. Yeah. It's like, I'm so happy that I didn't just get born five years later. Timing's everything, man. <laughs> yeah. Timing's everything. Yeah. Those, those parts, those parts of your life can impact you for long as you live man keep that with you and and um with the with going back into that part because i find it interesting you were in that you were in a band in london first was it emo music it was metal it was like it was heavy stuff it was like very we tried to pretend that we were like technically skilled we had like one guy that was actually really a really really good songwriter and we were all just kind of piggybacking off of him but we were all like the honesty yeah, we were all really creative uh, people in our own respects, and it was fun building something like that, and it definitely gave me a good foundation to do whatever I wanted alone or whatever because I knew that we could create something that people liked out of nowhere. I don't know. So I just like creating shit. 100%, man. And it's interesting to think at that time, if you had said to yourself, how old were you at the time? Like 15? Uh, when I started playing shows? Yeah. Maybe even younger. Like a 13 year old yeah. kid. Yeah. Girls, that... girls were asking me if I was a virgin. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, what are you going to do? Go. You had groupies on deck already, man. <laughs> yeah. Go. But I would like dip on them. It's probably so for I was the best. Little, I was just a little kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah probably yeah. for the best, bro. <laughs> you know, yeah. smart kid. For sure. For sure. Smart kid. But at that time, it would have been. Like you probably wouldn't have thought at, at at thirty you'd be making clothing and this and that, but it, I feel like it planted the seeds too. Mm-hmm. Very cool how that shit works, man. You yeah, know? you kind of just got to keep your your uh, options open to whatever you think you might get inspired by. Exactly. I feel like it's also not taking yourself too serious. You know, like to get on stage, you have to kind of 
okay, people might mm-hmm. feel a way about this. They might not, mm-hmm. but I don't care. I'm doing this. Yeah. And I, with any creative thing, I think you have to be cool with that. Like some people aren't fucking with it and some people will, but I got to do it. Yeah. It, it helps you learn how to get out, get out of your own head. Exactly. And kind of. I don't know. Just kind of say fuck it at, at a point, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I want to mm-hmm. do this. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And again, that goes back to the Ker- the um, Kerwin or uh, not Kerwin, uh, Aspisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Kerwin Kerwin Frost is a, is a good guy too. too. He's a. Uh, it's funny that's that scene in uh, New York has a lot of funny characters, and I thought yeah. that like it reminds me of the ASAP scene. It reminds me of just little pockets of culture that would eventually grow into something big like Southern rap. Like that was really my favorite above most other styles. And it was, I don't know why to this day, maybe it was the, uh, the mixing of everything. Like it was more, techno beats rather than uh like new york like brass and boom bap drums or whatever it was like crazy edm shit anyone specific from that scene fucking lil john (laughs) no okay Uh, he was a huge star at a point man yeah like i just liked uh that i wasn't like super in into like underground stuff i was just kind of like hearing what was on the radio and i'd vibe to it when i was a little kid man the shit you vibe to as a kid it's funny at least for me like i still fuck with it for the most part and that's like as a kid i was like if i like a song i like it Mm -hmm. now i'm the same way if i like a song i like it i don't i was listening to fucking i was at a bar the other day Katy perry hot and cold was yep. on i'm like this is a fucking banger that's man. a tune yeah it's a for tune, sure you yep. know yep, yep, yep. I, that doesn't go away and that's what i meant with like not taking it too serious mm-hmm. you know the, i think mean? that that song is like a good representation of the myspace yes. effect um 2008 yeah like there there was i don't know if 303 produced that one or if they were just in the video or they featured on it but those guys were interesting i don't know if you remember 303 yeah uh what was their big shit i remember i remember them though uh something goofy as fuck yeah for their time it was sick fucking lmfao Remember yeah, those guys? no, 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 yeah, they were the first yeah, LMFAO. Exactly. So if you ever bopped to that fucking hard style dance shit, yeah. you were actually repping 303 and you didn't know it. Man, I'm still very influenced by that time period. I don't know about you, like the mid to early to like 2002 to 2009 mm-hmm. period of time. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I was a kid at the time. That's the formative years, whatever. Yeah. But in culture the pop culture at that time was super interesting because you had so many people doing different things but mm-hmm. like bro at the time like the killers were a huge band mm-hmm. but 50 cent was a huge rapper you yep. know it's like completely different yep. but rappers were still wearing baggy pants yeah like and rock was still very relevant fun and relevant fun, yep. yeah instead of whatever the fuck it is now which is essentially nothing there's no fun rock just the, really. the rock stars are rap stars yeah which is good rap should be 
evolving as many ways as it can to become bigger than rock because it it pretty much is now. Hell yeah. But I like that exactly. I liked. I thought. I think at that time there was a little bit more of a a blend, like a little mm-hmm. bit more for everyone. I feel because as of right now, it's like like you said, rock. Like other than rap, who's popular? Other than rappers, it's like everyone's a rapper. More S- singers. Or less. Singers. I, I like that singers are is still a thing, but yeah. it's really not. Uh, I don't know. There needs to be a a terrible singer get really popular that just kind of like revives nice. just a different side instead of Adele coming back every fucking yeah every years. break up with a new guy <laughs> yeah or uh, fuck what else is a shitty pop artist. <laughs> That's a good point, cause bro, I don't fuck with like too. G- when someone's too good at something, mm-hmm. I can't relate. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, I'm not ever gonna be as good as you are at that. I like mm-hmm. people that are a little more rough around the edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and at that time, I think a lot of a lot of big acts were pretty rough around the edges. You know. Yeah, there was that like indie uh, yeah. aspect to it, but now. It seems like indie is just like another marketable thing to go to like college kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's interesting, man. It's very now. I feel like it's very much, and I guess that's inter- Instagram culture where if it's not very fine tuned, it's not gonna, it's not really gonna blow. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's got to be very well yeah. established. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say it. I kept hearing stuff about like uh like boosting soundcloud numbers and figuring out ways to get uh attention from record labels that yeah. way and that just seems like such a like what's the point of that yeah like a, tw- a 2010 thing to do yeah um but maybe that's just the only way you can do it now is to just like bot yourself up just get, get as many bots as you can I think from a numbers perspective, yes, but it it doesn't add up though. Like the cult, the, the it doesn't translate. It doesn't yeah. translate. The yeah. real life respect is not there. Like um, you mentioned, Astro World today. Like that mm-hmm. whole shit's going on. I saw a pretty interesting video from fucking Travis Scott's old manager, and he talked yeah. about. You saw that? I saw that. Yeah. Where they fucked with the numbers, and yeah. it's like I don't know. That's what man. I was talking about. And. and <laughs> I'm big in the underground. Like, I, I've always paid attention to underground, especially, mm-hmm. like, rap underground. And Travis Scott has never been someone where I'm, like, a huge support of just because mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot about him. And that made a lot of sense to me. I'm like, I don't really remember this guy being, like, an underground act. Like, I just remember him being big. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just me. No one else gives a fuck. Yeah. But it says something to me. The It, ma- it makes sense, yeah. Looking, looking back, like, it... Like it was like the magic cosine. Yeah. Would just act. Your doors were opening. Access was granted to everything if you got the cosine exactly. from from one of the one of the gods. Exactly. And and the journey was the coolest part in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how'd you get to there? Exactly. Yeah. We talked about no jumper. I love that Adam still has those old ass episodes up on YouTube because it shows that journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach mm-hmm. FTP, same thing, man. Like, yeah, that interview is really cool. Yeah, legendary shit. I should have wore a mask. That would have been That he was pre that was pre COVID too. He was on. Yeah, oh yeah. He was on his shit. Um, what do you think about what do you think about what like what about Zach or uh, FTP and 
in general is something that translated to you? Was there anything specific, them more than others? I've always like uh, pretended that I was rebellious in some way. So like seeing FTP just in big letters cool just speaks to yeah speaks to my suburbanness. Um, Same, bro. Yeah. That shit's cool as fuck. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Fuck the population. <laughs> I love that, man. Yeah, it's just like a good... Like I was saying, it's like... Uh, it's a, a word or a term that is well-known, but he's fighting to make it his own. Yeah. And it's like, if you see FTP, you think of something automatically other than the brand. Even if you know the brand, you kind of like think of it for a second and then go, oh, yeah, that's the font that he uses and whatever. Very simple stuff, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. He's a great example. If you don't need to have a bunch of shit all over the place, mm -hmm. get get your yeah. idea together and go from there. Yeah, he... And it, it's cool. He started in high school, too, and he kind of, like, hasn't uh, lost sight of what he... what his first motives were. Yeah. He's grown but not forgotten about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want, I want to do that for sure. Same, bro. Keep like a, a, the youthful mentality. A natural growth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not throwing what you did, like throwing away your beginning is like heartbreaking to me. Like just mm -hmm. being on some new, sh like mm -hmm. some different shit, where you don't even recognize your old self. Mm -hmm. Nah, but growing from there and developing you know being a better version i love that mentality yeah like if you can if you can look at your old work and not hate it i think that's a good sign um like i i like keeping my old paintings up and around like i'll look at them every day just because i like doing it so i guess i really do it for myself um i don't know think you have to brides consist i watch a lot of interviews i talk to a lot of people and 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 that's a common denominator man like you have to like what you're doing you need to like it if you make something that a million people like and you don't like it i don't know if you'll fuck with it like i don't know if it'll have that you probably heard um musicians don't like playing their biggest song because yeah. they play it so many times <laughs> they get, tired of, they get tired of it it's like it's not even my favorite song you know it's pretty interesting you need to like what you're doing mm -hmm. and grow from it at least in my opinion yeah totally dope bro what else you got moving what else coming up in the acid sport world Man, if I go to washroom real quick? yeah for sure bro washroom <laughs> break Sick. is there one around here that's good that's good oh yeah bro that's your style the, the raw style <laughs> hell yeah cool no jumper swag man yeah exactly all right, bathroom break. Yeah, where were we? Take two. Uh, honestly, bro, just like what 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 else is coming up for you, man? What else is in, coming up in the acid sport world? Uh, I I'm tr I'm testing out AS one world, trying to simplify it down to as little letters. Nice. Uh, I started. I'll I'll test this on you. Uh. Lime effects, sour state, AS1. Those are my new names. I'm thinking of 
Lime yeah, effects. lime effects and sours on there. Yeah, I fuck with lime effects heavy. Weird. Or or limb effects like limited effects or I something. Like that. It reminds me too of a punk like punk vibe, no effects vibe. Too. Sick. I never thought of that. Yeah, I Dope. like lime. I'd say that's my that's my top of those choices. Okay, I'd say. Or, yeah, five or pack. five pack. Yeah. Five packs hard too, man. Yeah, kind of like you're hard. one one short of a six pack. Yo, let's do a <laughs> sticker collab. Okay, deal. Let's do a sticker collab. Cool. Let's do that. Okay. Um, I was just about to get some keychains. That's fire. Too. Uh, cause I haven't made any of those yet. Um, I love little like trinkets, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah, into yeah. That I shit. like accessories. Like yeah. whenever something, whenever one of my favorite brands drops something, I scroll right down to the accessories. Because I don't need any more. Nobody needs any more shirts. <laughs> Trust. Bro. Even yeah. when I was at your booth, I'm like, fuck, I like all these shirts and these hats. But I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to wear it probably. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let me yeah. Pop the stickers. The stickers yeah. I'll put up in the wall. Like, mm-hmm. it's there for good. Yeah, it's just more fun. More uh, fun. Yeah. I'm trying to get away from clothing. But at the same time, it's, I don't know. It's just like a... It's always going to be there. Fuck yeah. it. Might as well put some clothes out, you know. Yeah. But I like the accessories, too. Yeah. Dope. Let's do that. Little yeah, for sure. Okay, Lime sick. FX for Vigilante collab. <laughs> Dope. Okay, Love cool. it. Love it. Cool. And then, cool. actually, I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. Curious, Just curiosity. What do you like to do outside of this shit, bro? Like, what's, uh, what, like, not even ask the sport. Like, Taylor, what's Taylor fuck with in terms of just having fun? Like, what's a good weekend for you? I'm always curious about that. Like, how do you get, how do you unwind? I like watching stuff. I really like movies. I really like TV. I feel like I watch way more shit than most of my creative friends. Like, I'll try and recommend something to somebody, and they'd be like, I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies, bro. Like, why are you wasting your time on that? (laughs) Like, I get so... I get a lot of inspiration. I would, I remember I would steal uh, conversations out of a movie and write it into a song. Dope. Like just run-of-the-mill vocabulary that sounds real rather than you trying to write a song. Because honestly, writing a song is so fucking hard. Like, and not making it sound corny. It's a great idea. Really, really hard. So I would just pick up like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't know, like, I remember it was like some stupid uh, movie where they're trying to defuse a bomb or something, and I started writing about like which wire to cut, oh. just because it's like an, you like I don't know, just like, a, like a, a scenario that I not myself am really in, but at the same time I it's like writing a story, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a great idea. That's also another good example of all different types of art are, are kind of intertwined. Yep. And now you can be inspired by something to create something that's not the same medium. Yeah. Super dope. Yeah, yeah. So definitely movies, TV. Uh, yeah. As you mentioned Much Music at the beginning of this, were you a big kid and watching music videos? Yeah. Uh, same. Yeah. I still will like it's like inst- instead of having like a song stuck in your head i'll have like a couple images on loop like uh like i think about like unnecessarily the still dre video a lot in the car yeah for some reason 
the the old whatever caddies whatever Sick. bouncing and just the way that video was filmed just really like burned into my brain maybe because i was too young to be watching it and i was trying to like learn about girls with fat booties and sick cars because it was so different than canada hell yeah <laughs> i remember like really? my first couple albums that i like bought myself or whatever i feel like that's like a big deal in like anybody's upbringing is like 100%. what did you what did you buy yourself or what were your first like cds that you had on repeat and i remember i had country grammar and the one of the offspring Yep. CDs back and forth and that's just such a weird combination of really poppy rap but at the same time it was southern and for some reason I really liked that Nelly was sick bro yeah shout out Nelly yeah um was did that have the Tim McGraw song on it no that was that was after that fuck that's such a good yeah. song man yeah, yeah yeah Jesus Christ no I I was really into that song for a, uh or no there was one he did after over that and, and it was kind of it's called uh I can't remember one, but it was another like co hits, country man. rap song. Yeah, he had some hits. Yeah, do you no, remember? Like... <laughs> um, I think one of the first albums I bought was American Idiot. Uh -huh. You remember the uh -huh. Jesus of Suburbia yeah. video? Yeah, that's one that's always I still in play, my head, man. Still play that. Still, Classic. still a good song. Chilling by the convenience store. That one's where <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. That's where you were listening to it? No, in the, uh, in the video, remember? Oh, nailed, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's very suburban. Like, they uh -huh. nailed it. <laughs> yeah. That's very suburban. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, man. That's so funny. <laughs> and, like, raging out in the in the bathroom, writing on the walls remember and shit. That. Yeah. Crazy, bro. No, that, I, I had to ask you that because that was me as a kid for sure. Like, much music on all the time. Still, music videos is big inspiration for me, actually. Mm -hmm. So... Definitely, uh, definitely had to ask you about that. That's funny. Yeah. Do you think it'll? Do you think it'll come back that like era or that style of, uh, like I know they like came back with like a, a fucking TikTok account or something, but like the whole VJ thing. Like my stepbrother applied to be a VJ back in the day. Remember that show, VJ Search? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, yeah, yeah, he tried to get on there. Um, it was just really inspiring to see Huge. canada trying to do the whole hollywood thing the whole like uh trl yeah new york shit exactly man <laughs> yeah well you know what thinking back on it i'm a big proponent on toronto's a fucking world-class city like everything mm -hmm. you need to have is here mm -hmm. looking back on it man all the biggest artists went to much music everyone like mm -hmm. if you were a star you had to go to much music like it wasn't a it wasn't a rinky dink stop for them like it was a big stop you know yeah they they would get the that street filled up and it's crazy it, it looked it looked different on tv Way and then when like i walk down it now it's like my walk to work yeah. or whatever like it looks you could so, honestly miss it yeah it looks so different like i don't understand how they had that much effect i don't know it's just that period of time man yeah. i this is you probably don't remember this but i don't know kevin Federline was on it yeah. One day, and apparently, <laughs> so like he checks his phone, and his face just goes like white. And apparently, it was like a divorce text, like fucking Britney Spears. Oh like, shit! And I'm like, that's fucking history yeah. right there, and that's much music. That's, that's so sick. That's like as epic as epic. as George Bush uh, getting like the the word that 
Exactly. That yes. 9/11 just happened. He's trying to be like, eh, I already knew about that. In pop world, in pop <laughs> music world, yeah. exactly right, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That that shit's iconic, man. Shout out much music. I don't think it'll ever be like that, but I do think artists, especially underground artists, put a lot of time in their music videos and their visuals. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy about that. I love seeing that. I, I think the the effect, the the much music effect is still there. Yes. The influence. I, like it was funny. Uh, being in a small town and seeing Toronto trying to make uh, a name for itself or like the Toronto style like what like what do you think the Toronto style is like if you were gonna that's a great question like that's a great question man I, f- I feel like it's tracksuits <laughs> Just tracksuits. <laughs> track I definitely have multiple tracksuits, so yeah. that's fair. I don't know. Like, the Toronto style, that's a great question, man. That's, I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know, because it's definitely, it's got its own vibe, but it's very hard to put a finger mm-hmm. on. I, th- I think when it was T-Dot, that was the closest to an original Toronto. Um, I think that was what inspired drake to create his own community mm-hmm. and the weekend yeah but you got to give it up to cardinal and those guys bro culturally toronto's been around forever man mm-hmm. huge guys that have been very influential and to this day there's young there's young guys that are not maybe war, war, well known globally but very I, big yeah i remember uh looking at old videos or something about like rexdale rappers or fuck what was it it's when i was like trying to research rexdale for whatever reason probably because nav was popping uh shout out out nav (laughs) yeah um we need to interview bro me oh (laughs) fuck dude uh me and my girl went to coachella because it was nav's second show and we saw his first show at mod club sick um we were one of those kids. Like, that's why we moved to Toronto. Nav was your guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Shout out Nav. Yeah. Shout out Mod Club, too. I'm giving a lot of shout outs, but Mod Club's a Toronto, a legendary Toronto spot. Yeah. It's important to show what you know. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. That's I'm, hilarious, I'm, I'm glad I experienced. Following Nav yeah. across, the, across <laughs> the continent. I yeah. like that. Yeah, it was worth it. Um, so I've seen too many shows and we're we're done with it now pretty much yeah yeah you grew up in that too so it's probably like okay i've, I've seen yeah that enough yeah i never thought about it like that yeah i always just loved going to shows or just being around the that side of nightlife like not really necessarily like getting fucked up in a sense but yes. kind of just like having fun in a creative way or a inspiring setting I kind of see the community markets and things like that as a bit of a concert replacement in a way. Like you're mm-hmm. doing something, if you don't need to be partying there, mm-hmm. but it's young young people mm-hmm. creating, doing shit. It's yeah. not a nightclub. Yeah, you know, but it's still an event. It's an event. It's that fun. You, yeah, that you can get like nervous for exactly. or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of how I see those types of events now. But we need more of those, bro. That's true for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome, bro. Any other, anything else you want to bring up? Shout outs. Anything you want to ask? Anything you want to? The floor is yours, bro. We're about an hour in, so. 
I'm good. I, I like the, I like just ranting freestyle, and man. yeah, freestyle. I fucked with him. Yeah, you never really get to just like ramble and talk your shit. When else are we gonna talk about fucking much music and uh, <laughs> Jesus of Suburbia videos, man? Yeah, come on. Yeah, true. There's a place for this. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. well, well, man, I appreciate your time. Thank hey. you for coming in. I'm a Respect. big fan of the brand. Look out for Acid Sport. We need a, a Brio collab for real. <laughs> Make some Brio for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Look out for Acid Sport. Go to Community Market on the 25th. Buy some shit. Park, Parkdale Hall. Parkdale uh, Hall. Queen Street six, West. 1605 Queen Street West. We're there. there late, late night. Yes, sir. And look out for some collabs between Versatile Vigilante and Acid Sport, or maybe even Lime, Lime FX. Who yeah. knows? Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. something related. You got you got the hand in it for sure. Yes, let's <laughs> do it, bro. But no, I appreciate it, man. We'll uh, we'll be in touch for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome, bro. Word. Versatile Vigilante. Like and subscribe everywhere, by the way. What's your handles? Twi- uh, acid Sport, Acid Dot Sport. That's it. Acid Sport, Acid Dot yep. Sport. All right. Gang, gang. Oh, shout out uh, my boy Duncan Disorderly. I just got to give one to him. He's my guy. Um, what does Duncan do? He is a crazy motherfucker and teaches me lots of weird shit. Um, nah, he's just another dude in uh, the Vancouver area that I collab with. Shout out. Just had to give him one. West Coast, we're out there yeah. soon as well. Shout out West Coast. Shout out everyone doing their thing. First Tile Vigilante, man.